Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whenever you happen to be listening to this podcast, this is the Jayhawker Talker Podcast, a podcast affiliated with the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. My name is Mark Van Sickle, and let's get rolling with today's episode. So this probably is not new news to most of you by now if you're listening to this podcast, but... Christian Brown is gone. He decided to take his talents to the NBA. Uh, Really a great decision for him and his family, despite me and I'm sure many of you listening to this podcast wanting to see him back wearing the crimson and blue. Um, He should be a first-round pick. And uh, after all he did with his pre-draft workouts and camps and everything like that, I heard he had some good interviews with a few teams as well. So he decided that he is going to the NBA. I'm sure he'll be a first-round draft pick. Otherwise, he probably would not have gone uh, and declared for the NBA and probably would have come back to Kansas. But uh, I think he'll probably be a late first-round pick if I'm the way I'm seeing things right now, probably be somewhere toward the end of the first round now. It might be fun to see him go to the Golden State Warriors, a team that's in the NBA Finals right now. Of course, they would have the last pick in the draft if they win the NBA title. It might be fun to see him pair up with former Kansas Jayhawk Andrew Wiggins, but I don't know if he would even fall to the very, very end of the first round. Um, We'll see what happens with that. But, yeah, I think that Christian Brown made a good decision. Uh, I wanted to see him come back to Kansas, but uh, going to the NBA for him right now was probably the best thing. He'll probably go somewhere in the mid-20s, I would guess. And so for him, he decided that would be his chance to take take it to the next level in the NBA. So hats off to Christian Brown. We'll never forget what he did for the Kansas Jayhawks, being a kid from Kansas, of course, from Burlington, Kansas originally, then being in Overland Park playing at Blue Valley Northwest, uh, leading the Kansas Jayhawks, helping lead the Kansas Jayhawks to a national championship. I mean, he has Christian Brown Day in Overland Park now. (laughs) So, I mean, nobody's ever going to forget Christian Brown and what he did for the University of Kansas. And uh, we all wish him well, of course, in the next level um, in his future endeavors with uh, the NBA. But for this year... The University of Kansas basketball roster is now set for the 2022-2023 season. It became official on June 1st when Jalen Wilson had to declare if he was going to go to the NBA or come back. And with a tweet, he announced that he was coming back to the Kansas Jayhawks foregoing his professional basketball career for one more season. So it's going to be great to have Jalen Wilson back. Of course, one of the leaders from the team last year, uh, he kind of tested the waters uh, to see if he wanted to go to the NBA two years ago or last year, and then he did it again this year, and he decided he wanted to wait because most likely he probably would have gone undrafted or maybe very end of second round, but likely go undrafted, and he would have just had to go to the G League, try to stick to be a two-way player there. And there's no, absolutely no guarantees if you go that route. So he wanted to come back to the University of Kansas, build his resume up once again, and try to get to the NBA a better spot, a better draft spot. Uh, going into next year's draft, another name 
for the Kansas Jayhawks that we were keeping an eye on. Kevin McCuller Jr., who announced that he would be transferring to Kansas if he forego or if he were to forego the NBA draft. And he was the final one that decided that he was coming back to the University of Kansas. He tweeted a little bit before 7 p.m. on June 1st, I'm a Jayhawk. See you soon, Lawrence. Hashtag rock chalk. So we've got Jalen Wilson coming back to Kansas. We've got Kevin McCuller Jr. coming in from Texas Tech. Uh, It's going to be a great, great situation for Kansas. We were kind of a little bit concerned if they would have lost all three of those guys, what would have happened. I'm sure the Jayhawks still would have been able to retool and reload with some transfers, but um, there was no guarantees there. So seeing those two come back is huge for the Kansas Jayhawks and uh, Bill Self as they look to repeat as national champions in 2022-2023. So right now, the scholarship players, since since it's set now, everything's set in stone, the scholarship players coming back to Kansas, they've got five guards. you got Dewan Harris Jr., Kevin McCullough Jr., who we've been talking about, Bobby Pettiford, Joseph Yesifu, and Kyle Cuff Jr. Those are your guards heading into next year, your scholarship guards. And then for forwards, you got five forwards. Uh, you got MJ Rice, who's a freshman coming in. Jalen Wilson, of course, going to be the headliner coming back. Grady Dick, another headliner. Gatorade, all or Kansas Gatorade player of the year last year for all high school players. Really excited to see what Grady Dick can do with the Kansas Jayhawks. You got Zach Clements, KJ Adams, and then you got three centers on here as well. Zuby Ejiofer, freshman coming in. Also another freshman, Ernest Uday Jr. Uh, I think we'll talk about this in a little bit, but I think he'll have a chance to be able to be a starter. And then you got Cam Martin, who is a senior coming back. So that's your starters. Um, or not your starters, your scholarship players. Uh, you, you will get your starters out of those guys. We'll see who will end up being starters come come the fall. But uh, you also got a couple walk-ons. I know you Kansas Jayhawks fans love your walk-ons. You love to cheer for them in garbage time. You love to see them out there on the court hitting three-pointers, getting dunks, stuff like that. So you got three walk-ons this coming season. You got guard Charlie McCarthy, another guard Michael Jankovic, and you got forward Dylan Will Hitty. I think I'm saying that right. I apologize if I didn't get that correct. But uh, those are your walk-ons. And so this this year's roster is really a lot different uh, than than last year's roster. Last year, of course, they had their championship roster that was made up of six seniors. There was no five-star recruits on that roster uh, really uh, nice coaching job by Bill Self, if we're going to be honest. Uh, good team play. There was no selfishness among that team. That's huge when you're trying to make a championship run in March and early April. Uh, so we saw that play out. They won the championship. Uh, again, it was six seniors, no five-star recruits. Cam Martin is the only non-walk-on returning senior. Uh, so that might be a little concerning for some people, um, but Cam really hasn't been a factor at this point in his college career. So 
we we aren't really sure what Cam Martin is going to be able to give us as the only returning senior on this roster. Uh, maybe he could be like a Mitch Lightfoot where he can come in and give you a few minutes here and there, uh, give you some good defense. But uh, I, I wouldn't bank on Cam Martin having a huge breakout year uh, this year. But it's something to keep an eye on, a vet- veteran presence at least there with Cam Martin. And then you've got McCuller, who just transferred from Texas Tech. They're going to be expecting a lot from him. Um, he is a senior, uh, just hasn't been around the program. But, again, he will add more veteran presence. Despite being new to the Kansas Jayhawks, he will give you something that they are lacking a little bit uh, with this squad. So you want to you wanna see some veteran presence with these new freshmen that are coming in. Of course, you have Wilson, Harris, and Yesifu, who are the other upperclassmen on this roster. Uh, Wilson, of course, is going to be expected to be the leader of this team. Probably going to be the scoring leader. We'll see if uh, Dewan Harris can uh, can maybe take a step up offensively. Uh, we haven't really seen what he can do to the fullest offensively. He's been more of a table setter at this point in his career. Uh, but, yeah, we'll probably see what he, he can do a little bit offensively this year. Yesifu, uh, I'm assuming, will get some more playing time this year as well. Uh, so that, that'll be a name to keep an eye on. Uh, these younger players should not be overlooked this season. You've got uh, Rice, like we were talking about earlier, MJ Rice, Grady Dick, uh, Ejiofer, and Uday also going to be uh, – the. these are five-star recruits. These are McDonald's All-Americans, and they can make an immediate impact. Even though they're not uh, seasoned veterans like some of these other guys, these are guys that can come in – and they can either start right away or they could be role players off the bench depending on what Self wants to do um, and how these guys are looking in camp throughout the summer. Uh, that'll be something to keep an eye on. If these players can work together on their team chemistry uh, through the summer, figuring out what their roles are going to be on the team early in the season um, during non-conference play, that would be huge toward making uh, an effort to repeat in 2023 uh, when you get to March Madness. So there's there's no doubt in my mind that Jalen Wilson is going to be the leader of this team. I know we were talking about it just a little bit ago, but Wilson has the demeanor of a guy who's going to want to come back and show out and, and prove that he's going to be able to, to be a team leader, um, be at the top of his game, be the go-to guy. And while there might be a little bit of pressure there on him, uh, he also wants to show out and, and you know, he, he wants to get to the NBA. He wants to get to the next level. So it's going to be uh, him going out there to show what he can do to the scouts and to, to boost his draft stock going into the next uh, draft process. So it's going to be a big year for Jalen Wilson. I'm expecting a lot of th- good things coming from Wilson and it it'll be uh interesting to see how it comes out but also Dewan Harris I think is an interesting uh player to watch this year because he's one of the the main returning starters from from the championship team they lost a got a, they lost a lot of guys um to to the NBA and just uh seniors that they lost that ran out of eligibility so it's, it's going to be big to see if Harris can step up for this team. 
He's been more of a table setter. You're not sure if he can step up necessarily um, as a scorer, but I wouldn't put it past him. He could be he could be a guy who could step up when you need him to. He just hasn't had to be that guy at this point. So uh, I'm keeping an eye on those upperclassmen uh, for, for guys that could uh, really step up for KU this year. So I think uh, what we're going to see along with those guys are the new players that are going to really take over this team going into this season. It's going to be the new talent that's got to be used early and often from Bill Self. I know he doesn't often like to use freshmen early on if he doesn't have to, but I think he's going to have to adjust and figure out how to do it this year because they're going to need uh, help from wherever they can get it. So uh, I think McCuller should be a starter from day one, the new transfer from Texas Tech. I do think that he should be getting in there and making an impact from day one. Of course, Grady Dick, the two-time and defending Kansas High School Gatorade Player of the Year, should be a starter as well. I, If I'm making a guesstimate right now, he would be in my starting lineup for the Kansas Jayhawks going into the season. And uh, another guy that I think could start for Kansas is, is Ernest Uday Jr. He's a 6'10 center, and he's just a beast. He looks like a beast. I honestly haven't seen him play a ton. I've watched a few of those highlight videos on YouTube, but he looks like a guy who could make an impact from day one. So if if you're looking at all these guys who came in, these five-star recruits, these McDonald's All-Americans, you want to be able to lean on them at least a little bit uh, going into the, their first season. And I, I don't know how many of them are going to try to be one and duns. I don't know if they're going to be able to do that. I, I don't know if Grady Dick's going to try to be a one and done or not. But Bill Self is going to have to put his trust in these young guys if they want to win another Big 12 title and compete for another national title. So if I were Bill Self, I know he's the Hall of Fame coach. I'm just a guy talking on a microphone. But I'd get these in I'd get these young guys in there early and often. I would put them in there early in the season even when you're going out there and playing some tough teams like Duke, you know, you're you're going to play Wisconsin. I know I listed all the teams off. I don't have them in front of me right now. In a couple a couple earlier podcasts I did mention who they were playing early in the preseason, but it you got to play them early in those games against some of those tougher teams in the non-con so that they can get used to it, so that they can get into the game, they can get some experience, and then by the time March comes around, then you've got some freshmen that they they aren't really freshmen at that point in the season if they've been able to play through the non-con schedule and then into Big 12 play. Because once you get into Big 12 play, every team at that point is good. You're going to be having tough tests from everybody. Kansas is going to be the favorite to win the conference, I'm pretty sure. And and everybody's always looking to knock off Kansas. So you want to have those young guys in there and competing from the start, in my opinion. And despite the turnover on the roster, you got this mix of returning talent, transfer, top-tier freshman talent. The Bill Self just did it again. He, he's got guys in place that can compete for another Big 12 title, and I think they can compete for another national title. If if you win the Big 12, if you're going to be a number one seed in March, 
you're going to be one of the five favorites to win the national championship. And they don't have any preseason rankings out right now, but for the early, early preseason rankings, KU is ranked anywhere from five to ten right now. So they're even before they announced that Wilson was coming back, before they had McCuller on the roster for sure, they think KU is a top five to ten team. And that that's uh, another hat off to Bill Self for just getting his team restocked, retooled, and reloaded every year. He's going to have KU as a top contending team. So, yeah, if they can if they can roll through the Big 12 conference, if they can win a Big 12 title, if they can get through the conference, which Big 12, one of the top basketball conferences in the nation, they'll be a number one seed, and they will be ready to fight for another national championship. Like I said on a previous podcast, it's never been done in Kansas basketball history. They've had a very obvious history here at Kansas. I mean, college basketball started here. So that's besides the point. But they've never had back-to-back national championships. It's tough. There's not a lot of schools who have ever had back-to-back national championships. It's tough to repeat. It's tough to get the team reloaded. But they should be in a prime position to do so this year, I think, with everybody that they have coming back, plus their transfer, plus the All-American, all-McDonald's uh, All-American freshmen that they have coming in. So I think we got a pretty good a pretty good lockdown on, on the team here. Uh, the, the new players that they have coming in, uh, everybody that they have locked into the roster, I think it's, it's going to be a good season for KU. Uh, just announced, I think, since my last podcast, uh, Duke versus Kansas, November 15th in the Champions Classic in Indianapolis. So everybody's probably looking forward to that November 15th. Get it circled on your calendar. Duke versus Kansas. It's going to be a fantastic game. We'll get to see Duke without Coach K. We'll get to see KU with some of their new players, and I think it'll just be a great game. A lot of those early preseason tournament games are fun to watch and just see how the teams stack up early in the season but also just want to throw this out there for you guys all you KU football fans we're only about 90 ish days away from KU football kicking off against Tennessee Tech on September 2nd so that's something to look forward to for all you KU football fans I know it's going to be a fun season to see if uh KU can start to make that next step forward. I know that they got a couple wins last year. Uh, The win against Texas was huge, so they just got to build off that. And I think with some of these transfers they have coming in, uh, I think that they could start building that program back up because all you want to get to if you're KU football, of course, Kansas basketball, they have the national championship uh, expectations every year, at least try to get back to the Final Four. Kansas football, you're just trying to get to six wins. If you can get to six wins, if you can get to a bowl game, that is that is what you want if you're KU football. So I think they're working their way back toward it. I think that they can get there. Um, we'll see if it happens this year. I don't know. I'm not going to put it past them. I think they could win six games this year. I, I need to relook at the full schedule again right now. I just have that September 2nd Tennessee Tech date circled on my calendar. Uh, I think that they'll win that first game, and then they just got to roll from there. So, Thank you guys for listening to the podcast uh, today. Really appreciate it. You can get at me on Twitter at Talker. We can keep the conversation going there. Um, that's going to do it for today's show. My name is Mark Van Sickle. 
You've been listening to the Jayhawker Talker podcast in affiliation with the Heartland Sports Podcast Network. I uh, got another article up there. If you uh, liked this podcast, I got an article with some similar thoughts on there about the new Kansas roster that's set in stone. So you can check that out up at heartlandcollegesports.com is where you want to go to check out all those articles. So until next time, rock chalk, Jayhawk.